Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to episode 13 of the Everything Prem Pod. Um, we're doing great. We've got a special guest here, the none other than uh, college semi-professional athlete at a college level, <laughs> Connor Leahy. Um, May United fan. Um, BHS soccer legend. BHS Hall of Fame legend. <laughs> yeah. Two-time two Northeast Conference MVP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one or two-time uh, Beverly Recreation World Cup champion. I think it was one time I got knocked out by Ewan. Ewan Sowers <laughs> after defending my title once. <laughs> and, hey, you know, accompanied by myself three-time, right? Three-peat yes. World Cup champ. Like <laughs> That's a big... I played, I played in it once and uh, we lost in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, yeah. consistency is key, baby. Um, yeah, unveil. this has been a good run. Obviously, we had the Chelsea episode last week. Wanted to uh, talk more so about United, especially after the game week. I mean, Connor, man, how are we feeling? Like the the vibes I've been seeing from United fans are at like an all time high right now. So, I mean, what a dub. Yeah, I, I honestly was wasn't really expecting much just because the way they've been starting out the season and stuff. But also at the same time, I mean, they kind of had to throw everything on the throw everything at Liverpool there, and they they showed up and they did what they needed to do. And I think Tom Hogg took a big step by benching Maguire and Ronaldo and those guys yeah. and kind of going with the young guys and letting them play, and it worked out. Yeah. I mean, hey, one thing to definitely like credit United on is they've basically started every single one of their new signings, which is pretty crazy. Like, I mean, they're like the one team that's actually playing everybody that they signed. Um, but they looked awesome, man. I mean, I know Rashford had a, a nice goal. Um, Sancho had an unbelievable finish, dude. That was crazy. <laughs> Milner, Milner's still looking for his jock strap. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Milner, dude. Oh my gosh, man's like Milner. That guy was running off like a steam battery. <laughs> he is old, bro. That dude that dude literally should have put the cleats down in the middle and just walked off retired then and there. Like that guy is just washed. Yeah. What, about, uh, what about the, the number one outside back? Right. And I'm not talking about Reese James. I'm talking about Trent Alexander, Arnold chips. Was yeah. Spun. Um, but yeah, you guys looked like insane in that game, which was really yeah. cool to see. Yeah, it was, uh, it was finally, I was talking to, my dad and he was saying it was the first time in three years that he was actually excited to watch a game and actually be into it and see them actually play somewhat good and throughout the entire game. So hopefully that's a quick a, a preview into the future with Tan Hogg and they can build off that and keep going. So mm-hmm. that's my yeah. biggest fear right now is is going into Southampton after that, thinking that they're gonna probably just bulldoze them because mm-hmm. they just beat Liverpool and then a huge step back or something like that so that would be my concern right now but 100 percent obviously yeah, they gotta big, build on it that's they obviously a big win and, yeah and I, I i didn't realize how kind of crazy i was looking at the stats after the game i think liverpool had 70 percent possession or something in that entire game oh my gosh Which, and they had like almost I think Manu didn't even complete 200 and something passes. And I think Liverpool had like 500 passes or something like that. 
just goes to show, man. It's just, like, not clinical at all. Like, Liverpool, they just... I mean, that game game could have gone a lot more. Like, that's deceiving that it was 2-1. Like, people will look at that scoreline and think it was a close game. Like, it was not, bro. Like, Liverpool got spanked that game. Yeah. I mean, Alanga hitting the post right off the bat. There's a couple couple guys that I think Rashford had one at the beginning, too. There's a couple chances where they could. I mean, man, you could have been up two or three nothing in the first 15 minutes of that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alanga hit the post, right? Yep. Yeah. He yeah. That one. It was almost, it was, I mean, he could have placed it much better. He t- got over Allison and it just hit the post on the wrong side and went out. Yeah, I mean, honestly, man, I felt it like a hundred percent. Like I, so I literally put a money line bet on it, and I checked today, and I didn't have any money. And I'm pretty sure that like it may have lagged or something. Which, oh no, dude, are you serious? <laughs> um, but I just thought I would honestly like. I just felt like United was going to potentially win because, I mean, we talked about it in the last podcast. It's like Liverpool had so many injuries. And then also it's like such a big game, like under the lights, Old Trafford. Yeah. Uh, of course, like they've gotten smoked there recently, right? But it's like for me, it was it was such an important game. And you look at the table now, all these Liverpool fans are talking crazy and they're below United. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, three, three games two, ties, game. two ties and a loss right now, which is crazy. I mean, Big think six. about that. Like, I know I know they still have a lot of injuries right now with Tiago and some of those other guys. But when you think about starters, I mean, obviously Nunez is a big one with the red card. Um, but overall, I feel like they still, with their the team they put out there, were still probably one of their better lineups as far as starters and stuff. And I think, obviously, again, you're going to, say that they have a lot of injuries and stuff like that but i just feel like they just they're not without money right now they just look kind of lost yep. and i feel like yeah, uh, dude, they look chips huge they thing for them flops flops kind of flop us interview and he's like happy and joking around but he i can't imagine he's happy <laughs> right oh, now. Yeah, the quote where he's like yeah we lost because the uh, the time ran out <laughs> yeah no, i saw that it was like they got outplayed it's like yeah dude no fucking shit dude <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, the other thing about it too, is it's like, people always are like, oh, it's early in the season. But I mean, Liverpool have had somewhat of an easier run of fixtures. I mean, I know like Palace are a good team. They're playing unreal right now, but like they got Bournemouth next, Newcastle, Everton, Wolves. So their their run of fixtures are, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like their run of fixtures are very easy right now, right? So it's like to be losing these games, these are games that like if you want to contest for a title or win the title, like you low-key got to win these. Absolutely. And like right before they go into World Cup, like off-season, winter break, I mean, dude, their their games are crazy. Like I'm looking right now and it's like um, once it hits October, like, you know, end of September, they're playing Chelsea. October, they're playing Arsenal then Man City, West Ham. Like, they play Tottenham November. Um, Brighton in there, too. Yeah. Brentford, like, at home. Um, Like you said, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, they could go, they could well go into the World Cup just, like, getting she-moked. (laughs) 
Yeah, if they don't get if they don't rank this ship quickly, like I said, it's they gotta get some guys back from injury, and Nunez gotta keep his head on straight and start scoring some goals for them to have a. Said it's not a not an easy run. Yeah, yeah, especially in like like their weakness is their depth, and like the the depth is going to be the biggest issue post World Cup. Like oh, the yeah. world a World Cup in the middle of a season, like players are just going to get slaughtered injury wise. Like especially like yeah. they have to go to fucking Qatar. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, uh, that that is going to be so tough on the players. Yeah, bro, the and traveling look at their, like look at their the depth atmosphere. Too. Like, look at their no depth. They have no one. I mean, they have Milner starting in that game, bro. They've, <laughs> they've, o- they've always operated like, like that. They've always, yeah. like, had, like, no depth. Like, yeah. maybe, like, Origi and, like, last year, like, Diaz was, like, depth. But, like, yeah. maybe Firmino. But, like, Diaz, dude, bro. they're getting exposed by, like, selling Mane, I feel like. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw the thing with Klopp. He's been, like, feuding with the Ireland manager. Have you seen that thing? No. About, uh, about Kelleher. They're, like, backup goalie. The Irish kid, he got hurt in, like, international duty. And now he's, like, he's out for a couple of weeks with the – he missed all of preseason. He's hurt. And Klopp, like, keeps going after the English, Ireland manager saying that, like, they got him injured and stuff. And they weren't, like, keeping him – off and like not playing him because he was injured and stuff like that and i was like i and it's pretty funny they're going like back and forth and the ireland manager just like i had no idea if he was hurt obviously if he was hurt we wouldn't have played him yeah i know seriously this whole thing like i i just i feel like klopp loves to loves to play play the victim card a little bit too on top of oh my gosh and make excuses about things we mustn't forget it's been very dry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, just when everything's like going good the for them and they're winning dry. it was like yeah. dude the, like it was literally like ty from aftv it's like <laughs> talking about the the <laughs> it raining outside during a game it was like are you serious man and i mean it's just ridiculous too i i wanted to go back to to mane um bro if liverpool wasn't busy like twerking to Sala, right? And like yeah. helping him out, like after he lost the AFCON, when like literally Mane won that and they didn't do anything for him. Like he was so disrespected at the end of his time. And like honestly, bro, like it's one of those things where they miss him so much right now. Yeah. Um, absolutely. They're just, I don't know, they don't, they don't look that like ruthless as they were. I mean, um, it's, it's early in the season. The other thing too, is they have so many injuries, like they're not playing with Tiago, And then, you know, of course, like not having Nunez in there is going to make it difficult, but and they look bad. yeah, they just look lost. Like even Van Dyke, I mean, Rashford and those guys are running in behind them every time, like just their whole defense, they were just slicing and dicing them at the beginning of that game. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Never seen that. And then, like, Milner going after Van Dyke after that goal and stuff, which I still think it was <laughs> Milner had no no right yelling at anybody on that one because he got absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Milner was getting destroyed that game. Milner yeah. literally looked like, um, like, honestly, like one of those Sunday league, like, 40-year-old <laughs> guys, like, just running around. Like, dude, 
Milner lit like dude. Milner literally looked like he was like pitch invading. It's like, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if security ran on the pitch like twenty minutes in. Like, hey, someone get this bum off the pitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is this guy doing on here? I mean, it it was just weird. It was like, dude, why is this guy like starting? Um, but like the other thing too is it's like he was playing center mid, so it was like, what are you no expecting him to? Yeah. yeah, there oh was him. There was playing exclusive to left back. Yeah, and then you got like Fabinho who's been playing unbelievable, and they just don't even play him till put him in the second half. It made no sense. Yeah, why so I wouldn't have just gone with Fabinho from the beginning? But yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it's like said everything kind of just everything culminated into that day for Man U with the protests with the Glazers and. Did people just, even walk out or no? Uh, I think they protested before the game. There was a big bunch of protests outside, like demanding that they sell the club and stuff. And then they all ended up going to the game because it was Liverpool. You can't. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. obviously like, like they got to be the more realistic. I think it's better like that they do it before the game. But they're always like, "Oh, we're not. We're gonna walk out. We're not going to the game." And then like they end up buying the tickets, going to the game, <laughs> buying beer at the game, buying food yeah. at the game, buying <laughs> buying a T-shirt at like the pro shop. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like exactly filling the glazers, filling the glazers' pockets even more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's tough. I mean, obviously, it's easy to say it when you're especially like for us being over in the states. Like I feel like it's a little different where we don't yeah. have the opportunity really to go to the games as much, but like. Obviously, those people live and breathe it, and it's just tough for them, I'm sure, to say they want to boycott it and do all that protest and yeah, stuff. And that's just not actually not, it's like like not be able like, to watch it or do stuff like that. Just I can't even imagine that. Oh, yeah. 100%, man. But, I mean, ultimately, the Glazers, too, It's I, I do not like them, but you got to be excited with all of the like the transfer news right now too. I mean, obviously Casemiro, absolute baller, dude. I I'm telling you right now he's going to be great for Man United and I will stick my neck out there on that. Um but Connor, you've been you've been taking some backlash on it, I guess, right? Yeah, couple couple of, a lot of people actually, a lot of people saying he's too old, he's 30 years old and blah 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 like that stuff he's only gonna be good for a year or two and then he's gonna take it money he's just taking big money to come there and stuff it just seems like for man U right now i mean he's uh, he just won a chance he's just won his fifth champions league i mean guys oh, yeah. probably, probably arguably one of the greatest i mean it probably one of the best center defensive mids in the world right now let alone in mm-hmm. real history and stuff like that i mean all the guy does is win and I mean, Man U's in desperate need of a center defensive mid. And I mean, obviously they paid was it 60, 60 million for him, but still, I'd, if I don't have to ever see Fred and McTominay out on that field again together, I will gladly take Casemiro on a heartbeat, especially after <laughs> said coming off a of Champions League, just where he just him just he's just so good. It's hard to say that he's <laughs> he's a bad signing, which makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely like a great signing. It just it's a matter of they still have to play one of the other guys next to him. <laughs> I feel like they still need like some sort of creativity in that midfield other yeah. than other than Bruno. Yeah, if yeah. they could if if they could do what they I know Liverpool, I think they started Big Tom and A. Erickson and Fernandez. If they could go Casemiro, Erickson and Fernandez, that would be 
I would be very happy yeah, with that. It's going to be really interesting to see how big of a role Erickson will play. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing every game, and then yeah. he's still got... Like, I was I was excited for... Uh, with Vanderbeek coming. Like, I figured with Ton Hogg and the way they played a couple of years ago when they went to the yeah. semi- Champions League semifinals that he would have just been back to... I mean, obviously, it's going to take a little bit of time, but still, I feel like he's hasn't really played that much either, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It is one of those things, though, that, like... I mean, it, people always want to talk about stuff like, oh, like, you know, the, they're high, they're getting these guys that are so old. Like, bro, since when has, like, that been so important for a team? Like, of course you want to build a young team. Let me know the last time United won the Prem with a super young team, bro. Yeah. Like, everyone that they've had in the past have been these vetted guys yeah. who get the yeah. job done. Like, you don't always need some young guy like to to spice up the team or to hold the team yeah. together at all. Yeah, they, thanks. They what they need right now is a a leader, like a, another leader. Obviously, the way Ronaldo's acting right now doesn't look like he's going to do much. And mm-hmm. McGuire McGuire has no idea. He can't even line up on the right side of his own tunnel. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Man's just eating but, the bench, bro. He was but it's like, that bench. yeah, like you got Varane, who's won a couple Champions Leagues, coming in. He's finally getting healthy. He played really well. You got uh, Bruno Fernandez. You get some of those guys who are passionate and stuff. And then you bring a guy like Casemiro in, who's won everything and and anything he could have won, he's won it. It's like, yeah. how do you how do you not expect him to make an instant impact on and off the field with that team? So. Like I said, I'm I'm excited. I'm a very excited for it. I can't can't wait to see him. Hopefully, I'm sure he won't start this week, but maybe he'll get a little cameo appearance for for everyone. That would be that would be great. But mm-hmm. again, that the other thing, like my to some of those people's arguments about him being old. Obviously, I get he is he is 30 years old, but I mean you got guys playing well past 35 now. I mean, look at obviously Ronaldo. You got. Luka mm-hmm. Modric, you got a lot of these guys, Benzema, like all these guys who are still and balling. It's like yeah, they're not Tiago, Tiago Silva, Tiago. It's like all these guys. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Zlatan, I mean, Zlatan's like up in his middle forties now. The guy's still playing <laughs> Milan. It's just like I, I think he fills a huge gap for them right now, and obviously, maybe in a couple of years, he's not the player he was, but he's still mm-hmm. a good piece to have, and I think. If he can fill that gap for now, and Tan Hag can start to build the team the way he wants it with bringing in the right players, the attitude and stuff, I think Casemiro is a perfect fit for that short-term three to four year like year window to really build that team and help them mm-hmm. get to where they need to be. And I think so he's he's a great signing for them what they need now, and he's obviously plugging a hole and it's like. Said sticking band aids you know, on, on a, a leaking pipe, but it's still still better than nothing right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, facts. I still feel like one of the like the, I still feel like they're similar to Liverpool, where they've got a, like a good eleven, but behind that eleven there isn't really much. So like, like over the course of like a thirty eight game season, thirty eight game season, like they gotta hope that like they stay fit. Yeah, because like the like certain players like they lose like they lose like <laughs> a center back or mm-hmm. like Casemiro or Bruno like this can be tough. But. Yeah, again, I mean, think about 
you got like Varane's finally getting healthy. He's pick. He's always been hurt. You got Eric Bay. Just I know he it looks like he's on his way out to uh, France. I think he's going to Mar. I think it was yeah, Marseille. Mar- yeah. Marseille. So he'll be gone. Then you got it's like Lindelof's hurt. I think, and then you got. So I mean, they still do have a little bit of depth, Harry Maguire, but it's just like you can't afford. Said one or two injuries could really derail that entire season. So they gotta really in the next couple of days. I think they're gonna try to add some depth at the end of this transfer window. Hopefully, add a few mm-hmm. more guys that will be able to help them. Because right now, I think it's it's like you got that like you said that starting eleven, and then it's like one or two guys, three guys, and then it's a lot of young kids that really haven't played much. So yeah, so. like you, we've already seen it with like like I think maybe it's like maybe a good time to move on from May United, but. Like we've seen it this weekend with Chelsea firsthand, <laughs> and, and Golo and Golo Conte goes down with the hamstring injury last week, and God forbid, like we have to play Connor Gallagher in a two-person midfield with Jorginho, and it was one of the worst things I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like, fair play to uh, to Leeds. Like, you know, like I remember I was talking with my my roommate Matteo saying like oh yeah this is like leads like they'll come out they'll press the shit out of us for like 15 minutes and then we'll destroy them and like credit to them they they did the entire 90 90 minutes and destroyed us like ran us off the pitch like we did not deserve like anything from that game whatsoever Mm -hmm. it was crazy they they like said i i kind of agree with what he your roommate said with the like how long can can lead sustain that type of like the entire they're not gonna be able to, I don't think they'll be able to sustain that type of like pressure and that style of play the entire thirty eight game season. I just feel like players are gonna get worn down at some point. Yeah. Kind of kinda saw it saw it with them with Bielsa like last year and the year before. Like the guys just same thing. Like their training was so their training regiment was so crazy that then like at the end of the season they were all just gassed and stuff and you kind of see it so hopefully said so obviously a couple couple american kids you got the american manager so you obviously yeah. want them to want them to, want to want them to do really well but at the same time i just i feel like it's going to be tough for them to sustain that style of play the entire 38 games yeah but tough playing we'll, them at the start of the season yeah no absolutely you, I want was, to play th- you want to play them around christmas or the end of the season yep yeah, yeah. So we'll see Hopefully, uh, no, but that was uh, that was wild with the Chelsea game, man. Um, shout out Mike Gowan, right? I mean, uh, those are the <laughs> those are the supposed champs, right? <laughs> got James Charles, I mean, Kai Havertz, <laughs> dude. That dude, come on, man. It, Chelsea need a striker, they need a striker bad right now, yeah. Yeah, nah, I still think he can be the guy. I think, I think it's it's steeper than that. I think it's. It's getting like uh, like a more solid midfield, and like also having the new players play with each other. Yeah, yeah. It's still a lot of moving. It's like basically parts like a there. it's like a brand new team, like every single year. Like so, they just yeah. got to get like one team play with it for like two years, and then I think we'll see like a real cohesive team. Yeah, yeah. What's up with I mean, that? I feel like without a doubt, you guys need a striker though. Like I yeah, mean, but like the right one has to come on the market. Like there's none on the market that I think right now. Like yeah, like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hypocrite right now and say that a player's too old for a transfer. But I feel like uh, Aubameyang's like obviously there. I know they've been 
going back and forth with yeah, them for I a while. And it. it's just like I wouldn't hate he would it. Be, I feel like he'd be a good good one one season, two season guy to really kinda bridge that gap so they can get an actor Dude, younger striker in and develop them and yeah. Crazy. Just, so like, yeah. from watching like the all or nothing Arsenal documentary, like you just I feel like we have such an incredible atmosphere inside the team, especially after winning the Champions League. I think that kind of really takes a lot of pressure off the players, but also like it isn't the Premier League, so they're still motivated. Um, But like you really don't want like like a cancer in your dressing room, like you know what I mean, like that. It's gonna like ruin the atmosphere, or it's gonna derail certain players' Mm -hmm. like motivation or aspirations, or it's gonna be like, oh, look, maybe I should leave or. That's yeah, not the type I, of guy that you wonder. Like, so like, if he gets on board and like he's like, I'm all in for Chelsea. Like, yeah, I'll take him, but I don't want him just like kind of taking like catching a bag and like moving back to London and like just riding yeah. the bench. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I know he had some issues over at Arsenal and all that, and it kind of reminds me of like, I hate to say it because obviously I, I I do love Ronaldo for him being younger there and the club legend and stuff but it's like this it's like the attitude right now with him it just seems like his attitude is pretty bad and he was before that liverpool game it just seemed like everything was going wrong he was kind of being a cancer for them and it just kind of yeah said it's not not the thing that you don't need that three games into the season it just seems like you got to pick and choose the right players for the club and stuff and obviously it'd be attractive to get a good striker like Aubameyang and stuff, but is it really is it really worth it in the long run for the season? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, dude, that is I I feel like it's just one of those things where I mean the other thing too though that you got to remember is Tuchel coached uh, Aubameyang at Dortmund too, so they already have that previous connection. True. I just I think they need someone, man. Like it's just like one of those things where it's like where are the goals coming from. Um, like as a whole um but i mean another thing too man is if you want to look at spurs this weekend did either of you guys watch that because they played terrible nah i i, w- I could have predicted that too because like not to like like disrespect for spurs but like they celebrated like the chelsea win like or the chelsea tie like they won the <laughs> league and like <laughs> I think like no, they were like going over to like the fan like pumping like 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 pumping up the crowd after they won on like a, a last minute header that like should like their player should have been sent off like like whatever they, Here they, we it's go. none of my business it's none of my business <laughs> oh, um, but I, like oh. I, I feel like you could like you could have tell that like like there's a different type of motivation from. Like, I remember, like, there's been great, like, uh, podcasts where, like, Rio Ferdinand just talked about it or um, Ben Foster, where, like, you'd, like, they won, like, the FA, or no, they won the uh, the League Cup. And when they won the League Cup, they just, like, tossed it in, like, the corner and, like, started celebrating. And he's like, oh, they don't even care about, like, the the cup. Like, it's, like, a totally different type of mentality at some clubs. And I'm not saying that's necessarily the mentality at Chelsea, but... I think it's a different mentality to like celebrate a draw. Like, and I feel like that, like to then like come out like the next game, like I could like kind of tell that they weren't going to be like too super sharp. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, let's, um, 
let's look at what's going on right now. So, I mean, obviously that game, I don't think I, who did you see Tottenham wise people celebrating that game? I think it was Harry Kane. I think it was Harry Kane at the end of the game, like pumping up the crowd, like giving a, co- a couple yeah, of fist bro, bumps. Because he scored a 96 minute win, like tie tying goal. I mean, of course he's going to get pumped up for that, but like, I mean, if we just look in the present, right? Like Chelsea play the best game. They play the game of their life against us. Um, and then following that game, they get spieliefed <laughs> against Leeds, bro. Like, come on, man. I mean, yeah, without, without, without the best center mid in the world in our team, like, um, like Ooh, you guys got uh Basuma or <laughs> I, I, like, I'm not going to say certain things because they're all allegations, but take aid bro he did the race um no i, I mean I come on bro you can't point. like you can't even bring anything up like i think that's wild that you talked about mentality when your team just got absolutely destroyed by leads <laughs> like leads yeah. bro we're talking leads here i mean i don't think a midfielder or a forward has scored a goal for chelsea yet I think it's all defenders right now. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. I know Kalabali scored. Maybe Sterling? No. Yeah. Reese James uh, scored. It might honestly not be wrong. We, yeah. we, we usually only rely on defenders. <laughs> that is What's a cap. With, uh, well, week, week, 20, week 25 is uh, that rematch, and I just can't wait to seek the managers go at it again. That was oh. unbelievable. <laughs> we usually oh, yeah. we usually play each other in like a cup game too. Like oh, for, yeah. in in racing years, we've had like tons of cup games where like we play like twice, if not three times, in one week because it like always coincides with like our Premier League game. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're actually be. right. That is true. It does that always was, like that. That was insane. I was loving what that game was crazy. It was wild, dude. Oh, that game God. was that that was hilarious. I mean, Tough. let's be Tough. honest, dude. T- Tuchel would get the hands from Conte. No <laughs> yeah. way, bro. Not the oh, way yeah. that he acted dude, in the game. No way. You don't think, dude? Tuchel. He, would did, get he didn't even look him in the bro. eyes when they shook hands. Dude, Tuchel was it. So, bro, like this is the thing that's funny when like Chelsea fans say this. Tuchel was such a bitch about all this, dude. Like, Conte wasn't doing anything, dude. Like, it it was literally Tuchel just, like, twerking on the sideline for attention, bro. Like, they, what, he he went and he celebrated when it went 1-1, and then when it went 2-1, Tuchel ran, yeah, okay, here we go. You talk. You're talking about mentality, celebrating things. Tuchel ran down the sideline with seven on on the seventieth minute, and with his hands in the air, celebrating like past Tottenham's bench, like just flaunting. Yeah, and then after, after we've just like murdered you the entire game, and you guys scored off of a bullshit goal. Yeah, like, but like you want to talk about celebrating shit or like flaunting shit because we're rightfully winning. Yeah, and then we tied the game in the 96th minute, which yeah, is... Yeah, like, off of a bullshit corner, bro. Well, okay. hey, this is... Okay, you're, you're taking it somewhere else. What what we're talking about is the fact that literally Tuchel 
was just going off, like doing all this wild stuff. And then at the end of the game, Conte shakes the hand. He doesn't want to look this man in the eyes. He wants. What do you to mean? That's hand. common respect. That's common no, respect amongst that's amongst a, a fellow competitor, dude. Like, no, but you, the common you look respect the man is, in the eye. No, so you ready? Listen, you got to hear the whole my whole reasoning behind this. Okay, so okay. he's he's pissed off. He's he's pissed off at um at Tuchel. This man looks Tuchel in the eyes. Tuchel will start pissing his pants, and he will run him up. <laughs> but no he is walking past him. He's like, it's a quick shake. You know, if you <laughs> oh no it's a quick shake, that's a normal thing. It's a quick shake. You lose a basketball, shake. like you get like beat or, or something in some sort of sport, and you got to go for the shake after. You don't do a look in the eyes, like shake. You just yeah, do a it's quick shake. Courtesy. No, you do a quick shake and you're on with it. <laughs> and hey, in terms of the conferences, the press conferences after. Like this man Tuchel yeah, was like, that man can talk, bro. All right, Conte's like, all talk after, like, no, bro. Like saying, no, when they see aggression, I respond with aggression. No, no. Yeah, you did see, I didn't see any aggression when they shook his hand. He just, he looked like he looked shocked when when Tuchel grabbed his hand. Oh, dude, I I think Tuchel was like, dude, Tuchel was just doing all this stuff in front of the. You see camp? Tuchel's bicep. You see Tuchel's bicep in the the pictures. Because. <laughs> A giant, chicken, giant leg, chicken arm, legs. bro. Yeah, literally. Dude. Looks like he can curl eighty legs. pounds. It doesn't look like he can squat eighty pounds on those skinny legs. Yeah, dude. Tuchel looks like literally like he looks <laughs> disgusting, dude. Like, <laughs> I think I'd have to take Conte on that one. Yeah, I mean, dude, Conte's a brawler. That's like the type of player he was too. Um, but dude, that stuff was so funny, and then Rez like jumping yeah. in on it, and he's like, yeah, "Come he's on, you coys!" It's like, what, dude? He doesn't know anything that he's talking. No, about. he's trying to make a quick buck off some shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it yeah. sounds like he I, at least got a couple. Yeah, I yeah. definitely got one of those. <laughs> um, All right, yeah. Should we move on to the other games? Yeah, let's run through these games like mad quick. Well, no, we'll... I mean, it depends. Like, first of all, we got to talk about Palace, bro. Like, Palace are balling right yeah. now. Um, yeah. Facts. I mean, Vieira? Vieira so... Loki, like, um, asserting himself as the best ex-pro between him, Frank, Frank Lampard. Or, no, 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 not Arteta. I think Arteta is better <laughs> than him. But we'll put, I think it goes Arteta, Vieira, Lampard right now. And then Gerard, yeah. Gerard, after Lampard, I think Gerard fucking I don't sucks. Know. <laughs> like, I think I think I got Lampard below him. Lampard, dude, the, the Everton squad is so much, is so much worse than the Aston Villa squad. The yeah. Aston Villa squad has Coutinho, like Danny Ings, Leon Bailey, like Coutinho. Ramsey, McGinn, Tyron Mings. Yeah, they do have like, some good yeah, players. Everton, Everton fucking suck. <laughs> like, Everton <laughs> should be much better than they are, though. Like, at the same time, they've spent plenty of money, too. Dude, but, I yeah, Villa are just... Anthony like, Gordon, dude. We're going to get Anthony Gordon for 60 mil. But that's dude. Chelsea, bro. Like, literally spending bags on these players. Like, it, it's wild. I, I, I wouldn't spend I, 30 mil on Anthony Gordon. I don't understand oh. why people think he's so good. Like, I just don't like. Every it's because like much. we just press, we just press the opponents, and he's like ninety nine press. Like he has a skill cape and press at like twenty one years old. 
Like that's the only yeah. reason why we want <laughs> skill keep and press. Yeah, dude. I just feel like Chelsea's been like they're 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 just buying all these young guys for the future. Like that Italian kid they got, they got. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm super now, excited like, about that. Just seems like they're going trying. They they got all these players now, and then they're just buying all these young kids and like trying to stash them for the future. Yeah, they mm-hmm. definitely are. Like that's like their transfer strategy. I don't know if it's worked out yet. Like obviously, like we did get the Champions League, but I think that like ultimately was a tiny bit of a fluke. Like or not like not like a fluke, but like I think we were like the stars kind of aligned where like our team necessarily wasn't the best team in the world, but like we kind of won that honor. So like I think I still think we haven't like hit like a quality of like uh, like a Liverpool or a Man City, but yeah. I do, I definitely do think it's worth it, like investing in like the youngsters if like you do, if you are able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you got especially with gotta you can't. It's only so sustainable where you buy all these older players and bring them in. It's like you got to have some youth guys that can come up through the ranks and help the team and stuff. And I feel like you got to invest in the young guys and let them develop, even if you leave them on loan and stuff for a little bit overseas or let them play in the lower divisions in England. I just feel like it's way more beneficial for for the younger kids to do that. And hopefully they can. So I know Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea seems to go through a lot of the younger younger strikers and stuff, and then they just get rid of them. Tammy <laughs> <laughs> Abraham, like I, I just thought I thought he was going to be a stud for them for a little bit, but now he's over yeah, in well, Roma. They have to. Um, there's like a limit on how many players they're able to have on loan now oh, to try there? to combat the loan army. So now Chelsea has sort of changed their transfer strategy Ooh. where. Instead of loaning players, they had to sell off like a certain amount of players, but they included um, buyback clauses for the second year. So not the first summer after, but the summer after that. And all of them are very like reasonable. Like Tammy's is like, I think we sold them for like 40 and his is 55. We have one on um, Tyreek Lamptey. We have one on Livermento. Um, wow. We have one on Tamori. And, Jeez. like, so, like, that that's, like, the new strategy where, like, we'll be able to get cash up front. And then it's sort of, like, we don't have to take the gamble on the player anymore. If he is good, we'll be able to, like, take that bio clause for, like, the price yeah. that, like, he's definitely worth. Or if not, if he kind of flops, then like we already got the money. Yeah, no, that's smart. I didn't even know about that. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's good. What's up yeah. with? Uh, I, I I gotta mention it. I mean, what's up with Pulisic right now? Guys, just getting shafted. He's done nothing yeah. but help that team out when they need him. Well, he's he's definitely not consistent enough. I think that's like his problem. Where, and I think some of it isn't his fault either. Where like he doesn't get the game time or. He's also been like a very injury prone when he's at Chelsea, but I feel like yeah. every time I every time I see him in like big games and stuff, he's always given assists and goals and stuff, and he's not. It's just like I don't know. Tuchel just seems to not. Yeah, he's he's also had a lot of big like opportunities missed in a lot of games, like the FA Cup final last year, where um, against Ever or uh, Liverpool, sorry, where like. Unfortunately, I don't think Chelsea Football Club can rely on him to be the starting 
like forward over an entire course of a season. And because of his value, they have to sell him. Like, I just think like, like he's like, let's say like uh, a $40 million player or like Euro player. But because he's from America, he's like a $70 million. Like, so like, I, I, I don't think you can have that guy on like your bench. I think you have to sort of take that 70 million and accept that he might be sick somewhere else, but he's just not the player for Chelsea. Bro, no one yeah. is going to pay seventy million for Pulisic. Dude, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did. Dude, but that's different. That's Chelsea, bro. Like, I'd say, yeah. 50. No, but dude, dude, that that he's the best American player ever, and like you're going into like whoa, buying... whoa, wait a second, <laughs> dude. You're going to tell me that? there's about dude who who. <laughs> You ever heard of Clint Dempsey, man? Dude, Clint like, Dempsey couldn't lace Christian Pulisic's boots, dude. A Champions League winner? Wow, dude. dude. Yeah, because hey. he won that Champions League, right? Yeah, dude, he <laughs> did. He got he got a goal and an assist against Real Madrid, dude. Tell me, tell me when Clint Dempsey all he's done is play against Juventus and like the group stages. Nah, like bro, th- that's Dempsey's the height of his legend. career. Don't you cannot disrespect Clint Dempsey, man? No, Clint dude, Dempsey is an EPL Pulisic. legend. Like, He's not Pulisic, dude. No way. Pulisic Hard. has not been more successful than Clint Dempsey has been as a prof- professional soccer player. Hundo like, P, dude. Clint, the, the Premier League is at a, a level like so much higher than when Clint Dempsey played in it. And Clint Dempsey, the height of his career, was playing for Fulham. Like Pulisic is playing in the Champions League for Chelsea, getting top four twice. Dude, yeah, but I mean, I can't... Okay, also, we're getting pulled away from... We started this by talking about uh, Crystal Palace, and then we went back to Chelsea, man. <laughs> um, but, Not my fault. Not my um, fault. I think but, I brought him up. <laughs> it, but Crystal Palace, like, to talk on that, like, Zaha looks sick. He's been so nasty recently. Uh, um, like, scoring two goals, man. Like, he's just a baller. Um, yeah, missed the, he missed a PK. He could have had a hat trick. Yeah. yeah. Well, he missed the PK and then finished it on the yeah, replay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Still could have had more, dude. And um, Eze looked really good, too. I love mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, they have such a good that. team, bro. Like, people were talking about Vieira getting sacked as, like, the first manager. It's like, <laughs> and now, like, Lampard, Gerard, all these guys, everybody was huge on are just doing so bad. I mean, he's having Palace play such good soccer right now. They look so yeah. good. That's uh, who's the um, you get that young uh, center back there. Kent's, I don't know how to say his last name, like Gay Gate, Gate. Yeah, that guy, he's he's, he's he came from Chelsea. Um, oh. he came from Chelsea's academy. I think he's another guy that we have a buyback clause on, but we sold him for 25 million. Yeah, he's a stud, and like he's he came right, right out of our academy, has been playing <sighs> from Chelsea since like he was like eight, I think, or eight or ten yeah. or something like that. And I, I thought the dude that you were talking about at first was um, that guy Joakim Anderson. Yeah, that yeah he's good. He's very man. good, dude. He was nasty yeah. in that game. I'm telling you right now, literally watch that. I could guy. see him. I could see him a bigger team picking him up. Definitely. Oh, 100. They will because he's like a big center back, but he's not built like a like a big dude. Like in yeah, that. he, fit, he like fits the Premier League well. Like he's. Can't he like Arsenal maybe? Or like Leicester, 
Yeah, of those teams like maybe maybe Leicester will pick him up if uh, Chelsea get Fofana. I really hope that. All right, we can't talk That's... about Chelsea. Sorry. Yeah. Um, um, but then the next one I wanted to definitely talk about was Newcastle versus City, bro. That was a hell of a game. My lord, yeah. that was great. Can't believe great Newcastle game. didn't win that game though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. They, sh- they should have had that thing Dude, they're locked so up. Back, though. Newcastle are so back. Yeah. Like especially like this is only like the start of like their like sort of like um renaissance Re- rebuilt yeah like dude uh, the trippier tri- signing trippier was such a good idea trippier <laughs> is electric I, in a new I was, jersey i was looking it's at nasty. the uh his stats and the lot he's taken four free kicks for newcastle since uh coming back over from atletico and he's scored three out of the four free kicks he's taken he's scored three of them Damn! No Shooting way. Scored seventy five percent from free kicks. Yeah, bro. Fucking Kieran Whippier, dude. He's acting <laughs> in, dude. Like he's uh, unbelievable like at that. He's a great. Um, I got rid of him actually, which was stupid because I played my wild card, but I had him in fantasy. Great fantasy player, bro, because yeah. he takes the free kicks and he takes the corners. So it's yeah. wild. Like yeah. they get a nice free kick area. He does shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, you got him. You got uh, Sven Botman. He's he was a great signing too. I know they were after him for a while. He's he's been mm-hmm. kind of sneakily making making some good plays. And then, dude, they're nasty. Shar, the that that dude Shar, fucking yeah. uh, that, like the hacker special dude. Like yeah, getting, getting Shar in the team. Dennis, dude, he loves like he had Shar in his team like first week. He was like, God damn, dude, like who fix about this? Yeah, um, so <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Like a two time, I think two times hackers FC, but um, no, they look yeah, nasty. Yeah. Their midfield is crazy. Of St. Maxine, dude, was turning, exactly. was turning out fucking Kyle Walker. Did you Someone see- said that. That, uh, someone said that Kyle Walker went home on the on the, on the Newcastle <laughs> bus, dude. Because <laughs> St. Maxman so. had him in his pocket, dude. <laughs> he emptied his pocket. Kyle Walker came out, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was he's uh, he's another player that's just like great. Like when he's on, he is on. But then there's games where he just like does not show up, and you're like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. He's just like. Mm-hmm. such a night and day so, player and the other crazy thing is like he still has yet to make a cap for france yeah which makes no sense I, to I me i figure with them though in the world cup like i think hopefully. he is the team soon yeah i mean he's never made a cap which is insane he's li- like the guy well, the guy's been playing uh, well yeah. for like, he should at least like have one over like i feel like like Usman Dembele, Thomas Lamar, like all of those types of guys are going to get time over him. Like, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess it like is a one cap to break into, but like one, just one cap. He's never played for the senior national team. Because like that even means mm-hmm. that like the coach doesn't even like want to like secure you. You know what I mean? Like the coach like on like a random like international break will be like, oh, I'll give this guy a cap so that like he gets like one like cap yeah, under his belt. Like, like yeah, not even exactly. that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. So hopefully I mean if you can keep it up then it'll be hard to uh hard to say no to him going into that World Cup in November. Yeah. Jeez. It's wild. It is wild. It's just weird to think about. <laughs> um 
the other team that I wanted to talk about was Arsenal, obviously, bro. Like, dude, they're moving. They're moving. I call, dude. I, I they look man. so good. They look so on the, good on the pod. Like, the, dude, they look Odegaard. Like, yeah. his, dude, the run from Jesus at the start where uh, nah, Odegaard like taps it in. So, so fucking good. Martinelli, yeah, Martinelli, is so good. Martinelli, Steve. No, he's he's so raw, dude. He's, and like, he's got he has flashes of just brilliance, and you're like the same way. I mean, kind of all those guys are like Saka, Martinelli, mm-hmm. uh, Smith Rowe. I don't even know Smith Rowe. Yeah, they they don't even have Smith Rowe playing, which is insane. Like it's like, like those, that's that's like a, an element of their depth where any of those, literally any of those three attacking midfielders, Martinelli, yeah. Odegaard, or Saka, any of them oh, get injured, true. like they can just slot smith Rowe in any of those positions. yeah but if even then i mean i'm looking at their their depth i mean they don't have have much i mean they yeah, got, they got that guys, guy but... uh they got that guy Vieira from uh where was oh, it fabio yeah <laughs> that <Four> guy <laughs> yeah he, he he doesn't look good but i i think i think yeah, he will have like some sort of like potential yeah but i just i, I just feel like looking at just as far as I mean, you get Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, Smith Rowe. If any of those guys kind of, a couple of those guys get hurt or anything like that, I think they could kind of. Yeah, and they're known for that. some trouble. And I just for life feel like too, they're still, injuries. they're still, still, kind of in that growing phase too. Like last year was pretty evident where they had games that they played really well, and then like middle to end of the season, they just kind of those young kids just the the ruling like the season just takes a toll on you and they just kind of faded toward the end. I feel like potentially that could, could maybe creep into them again and they could come down to earth a little bit more toward the end of the season, mm-hmm. which I, as a man, you fan, I'll take that all day, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, if it'll, it'll be, happen, it'll be interesting if they can do it over an entire season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously the first couple of games of the season, you're kind of juices are going. It's, so it's the new season. You're pumped up, and well, I guess we'll we'll see. So. Hey, they play United soon, but like, dude, that's Holy another thing too. Like, I mean, Arsenal have been nasty. Like, don't get me wrong, but they haven't played anyone yet. So it's like one of those things where it's it's going to be interesting to see the United game. That'll be a good test for I think United more than anything, just yeah. to see where they're at. Because, dude, yeah, at that point, I mean, they did Casemiro beat Arsenal. Did, yeah, Arsenal did. Smoke. Uh, they took care of Crystal Palace first week, two nothing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then I mean, I, I think, and then Leicester last or two weeks ago, and Leicester just looks in shambles right now. That team, yeah, they look so <laughs> yeah. bad. They're real bad. I another team that just I figured they were gonna play really well this year, or just be where they always have been in the last couple of years up there, and it just seems like they're kind of been disappointing no one so wants far. to stay i mean telemans wants to leave madison wants to leave fauna wants to leave like their entire team doesn't want to play there so it's the party, like vardy party staying he just signed an <laughs> <R-Trap>. did he <laughs> really i feel like he, yeah, he's definitely gone with the idea that like i i love that from vardy it's just like yeah like i want the legacy of having like being a club legend and like that's all you need like the, him, like, yeah. everyone's gonna remember him as being like that guy like winning the league for Leicester so there's nothing more that you can get from like a different club like you're not good like Jamie Vardy's not gonna win the fucking Champions League like no, no there's no. no reason for him to leave Leicester like 100% not um 
but yeah, I mean, I feel like that was the bulk of it. Um, I mean, West Ham, man. I mean, <laughs> Connor, you sent the you sent the um, <laughs> the goal of the month for West Ham. <laughs> um, it was just like, yeah, it, it, it's they they've invested heavily too, man. They've definitely invested very heavily. Um, yeah. Like, I really want to see that guy Schemaka that they got, like the Italian dude. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that guy. I want to see him. He scored a goal in um, West Ham's like Europa Conference League game, but like. <laughs> It was like just like a regular header against like some random team, but like he's nasty. Like he was playing and starting for Italy at some points. Yeah. So yeah, yeah like he was getting into that like national team. So he's a baller. Um, yeah, but they're gonna. Like, it, it's weird, dude. They don't look good at all right now. No, there's a lot of. I mean, another team. I mean, they another team that's been playing sneakily really good is Brighton. I know they just yeah. played them last week and they beat West Ham two nothing, but it's yeah, it is kind of concerning for for uh, West Ham. You think about, it. I mean, you got Bowen, you got all those Ben Rama, De- you still got Re- mm-hmm. Declan Rice, Suchek, Kufal, Antonio up top. I mean, it's like obviously they they've invested in some new players and stuff, but it just looks like they're still kind of playing the same same, same group team. of guys that they been playing and it's like I, I I get those guys but like Fornells and Ben Rama like I think those guys have been overall pretty disappointing over the last couple yeah. of years and they have games where you, they score a goal and you're like holy crap like that was unbelievable but as far as consistency I just I don't think they're they're not yeah, good enough mm-hmm. All right, same thing with uh, Lanzini that uh, was the other one yeah and like, eh. like you can't rely on him no um, I feel like we should probably like uh, move on to uh, the upcoming week. What do you yeah. guys think? We're we're pretty deep, so yeah. <laughs> <We'll get laughs> um, first off, Southampton May United. Um, Connor, let's hear your thoughts. How are they going to follow think, up the game against Liverpool? I think they'll. I think I don't think I think we're going two nothing, Man U. I think they're going to. Uh... Maguire staying on the falling. bench. <laughs> he's staying on the they're bench. He's same he's, exact. He's staying on the coach. coach. I think, same, I think he goes same. Same I think he says same same lineup as Liverpool. I mean, Luke Shaw should never play again after the freaking game against Brentford. Luke Shaw, so. bro. Yeah, he was at McDonald's after the game, bro. Well, I see. It played so well. That kid's gonna if he can keep playing like that. Luke Shaw will be on the bench. Mala- oh yeah, dude. He was same nasty. with Maguire. I mean, if they can. Uh, We'll see. I guess, and like I said, I if they can keep Veron healthy and Mark Martinez and those guys, and let them keep playing, and I think you keep Rashford. You got to keep Rashford going. He played well this past weekend, so I think you keep him and mm-hmm. Sancho. And I mean, even if you put Ronaldo in, I mean, you might, you kind of, you might have to. But as far as defense, I think you keep McGuire on his best position on the bench. So. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, dude. Get him uh, on the water I mean, bottles, bro. Who knows? It's at it is at Southampton, so it might be. It's probably gonna be a tough game, but I think it could be one of those ones where it's a two-one game, three-two game. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I do yeah, think after that win, long. after that win, I feel like man, you they gotta keep keep playing. They can't. There's no way they drop off that much. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they get to win. 
Uh, Brentford, May United, or Brent, sorry, <laughs> Brentford, Everton. Um, another kind of weird game. Both of the teams, like Brentford, coming off a poor result last week. What was their result? They like, tied, right? Um, yeah, they uh, they lost to Fulham three two. Or lo- yeah, yeah, they lost. Dude, Mi- Mitro, that, that at the last minute yeah. header from Mitro was that's football heritage right there. But um, like. I, dude, that's that's a weird game. I don't really think like it's anything of great importance. Like, no, I got a one, like, one one draw. Yeah, I I, I would hammer one one draw. <laughs> I would say Brentford win it. Um, yeah, I, would I just feel like they have Brentford. such a sick team. Like, I honestly, the fact it. like Ivan Tony, they got that dude De Silva in the midfield. Yeah, like, Silva's nice. Raya, their goalkeeper, Janssen. Yeah. They're, they got some ballers, dude. I mean, in Buemo, um, I definitely feel like they're, they would win that, especially at home. They always play well at home. So I'm taking Brentford for that one. Yeah. Brighton leads. I wonder how leads will follow up from, from the Chelsea game. Yeah. Brighton home is tough. I think it'll, yeah, I think Brighton home is tough and I think it'll be tough to motivate them to the same level that they played against Chelsea. So yeah. I think I think I think you'll see a worse Leeds, but I do think you'll still see a very good Leeds. That's like very like encouraged after be... the Chelsea game. Yeah. So Agreed. I think, I it, think... It, could, it could be a lot of goals in that game. I, I, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I feel like it could either be high scoring where it's like three two, or it's just gonna be like a one nothing game yeah. where he could go either or. But I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of want to go in all on. I'm all in on Leeds. I mean, with the Americans <laughs> and stuff, I gotta keep the train going. I think they s- sneak one out here, two to three to two. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I feel like um, ballsy. Actually, well, with that one, who's home? Yeah, so Bre- Brighton. Yeah, I'm, Brighton. I'm gonna go Brighton for that one. Um, just Brighton home. I feel like they're just so nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea Leicester. A uh, huge amount of transfer news with like us trying to get like Fafana. He's been sent to the under twenty threes. Saw that. Yeah, he, ha- he hasn't. He hasn't been. He like missed training. I think more than once. Uh, for Leicester. So I hope we get him. But like they're trying to say that we're trying to pay like upwards of ninety million for him. Like uh, yeah, that's bro. crazy. That's, that's not crazy worth it. Money. You can have like, Harry Maguire for free. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give him. I'll pay for forty-five. You guys have. Yeah, I think I think Chelsea will come out in. I I think Chelsea will murder Leicester. Like yeah, after like the week. the Leeds game, I think Tuchel will. Especially, I think we got Mateo Kovacic back this week. So like, I, I think that being three, four, two. Yeah, four, two. I, I think, think that's a good call. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea's going to put a few away on him. Liverpool Bournemouth could be could be a tough day for Bournemouth. Yeah, like, especially <laughs> after after the, the Liverpool game. Gonna get yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. I don't think that's <laughs> gonna be much of a game. Bro, they're gonna get ran out of that place, bro. Honestly, Bournemouth. Yeah, that that could be. That's bad. like a solid Oops. game. That's like that a could, solid game. Yeah. I think I've already got yeah. him as my captain in fantasy. Like <laughs> he's gonna murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Triple captain. That's like, the, like yeah, gets you a third of points. his uh, golden boot goals will come from Bournemouth alone. Yeah. Although, I mean, after we'll see him in that 
the man you game, it did look like he kind of frosted his tips on the afro. So that's a little disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Saw some flashes of dye in that. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking a page out of Ronaldo. He's going going Hollywood now on us. (laughs) (laughs) After the new contract. Yeah, I think that's going to be all Liverpool all day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crystal Palace, Man City, I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah, at home in Man City, I think we'll really play to them. But yeah, dude, I, Crystal Palace will come there with zero fear. I feel like oh, they could absolutely. just get like ran through because like they're a very open team, yeah. despite being like a like sort of like a a lower team. But yeah, I don't, it I don't want to be rude. On I what feel Man like City team says shows up. Yeah, I mean they played tie in last week to Newcastle. I feel like they're gonna come out with a little vengeance. I think. Yeah. I don't want to be rude, but just when City's on, they're they're tough to play with. I feel like it could be. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm going three nothing City. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you right bold now. One. Bold one. I had my uh, my bold pick of the week last week. Here's my bold pick of the week this week as well as absolute lock. First of all, plus two and a half Crystal Palace. I'm gonna do that without a doubt. Every parlay, and then also Crystal Palace money line plus seven fifty. I say Palace, wow. they get the job done. Honestly, man. I can dub? Totally... You're saying dub? I'm saying dub. I'll put my neck Ooh. out there. I'll say dub. <laughs> um, I think like with Zaha, with Eze, like the team that they have is balling right now, dude. They're going to go out against Man City and go toe-to-toe with them in terms of like they're not going to sit back at all. So, yeah, man, 100% City are favored to win without a doubt. But I think one of the things with them is if they get that first goal, this is anyone's game. So I'm definitely going to go Palace. Love it. Yeah. Love All right. It. To to what I think will potentially be game of the weekend, Arsenal-Fulham. I am yeah. very excited to watch this. Wow, they got the primetime game, the 12 yeah, The primetime 1230 <laughs> London Derby. Dude, dude, this is full of smoke. <laughs> I this would this love is going to be a great game, dude. What's the over yeah. game? I got to check. If it's anything under three and a half, like. Hammer it. Over, dude, it's over three and a half. That's yeah, wild. That's kind of aggressive. I'm not about to do that, dude. That is crazy. Yeah, four goals is kind of like a it's a, it's a tough like barometer. I mean, I think I it's it's, it's a good look for the sure, game that like it's already going to be like a sick game, but shit, I yeah, don't know. Still... Yeah, like, over three and a half. Like, I mean, that's what. I mean, it, Arsenal have scored. Like, I'm gonna, I'll, I will take that. That's just like very high, but. I mean, I could totally see that game being like 2-2 or like 3-1 or something like that. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be high scoring. I think Arsenal will get the job done. I, yeah. think, I don't know if like, Fulham could, uh, could match, match Arsenal. Such games are important games, man. Like, yeah. But they're all chips, honestly. Wolves-Newcastle. Yeah, Wolves-Newcastle. Like, I like watching Newcastle, but dude, Wolves, dude, Villa wolves West. Fucking... <laughs> dude, someone told me, someone was like, um, yeah, I know you guys aren't like too big on wolves, like from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dude, wolves, imagine being a wolves fan, fucking... bro. He comes in, dude, no, 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 wait, wait, sheep. huge bro. thing for Looking wolves like a pack today. Of sheep. 
I don't know if you guys saw um, the Jimenez celebration where he has like the eye patch. And um, yeah, yeah, he had like, the, the pirate that. hook that was mad funny. I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like classic. That was good. So like, I'll give them that. So like, maybe like the pirate energy, I could see them <laughs> like beating Newcastle, like because Newcastle have kind of they've they've put a lot into these recent games. So I could see them kind of like having like a, a tough game because like yeah. like Newcastle is the type of team that like they can only concentrate on three out of every four games. Like, uh, one out of every four games, they're like, yeah, we have no clue what's going on. <laughs> like, so, like, I feel like Wolves actually have a shot in that game. But Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be, yeah, that's a tough one. I feel like Newcastle's been playing. They're starting to build something, so I feel like they might take care of business, but I don't think it's yeah, going to be a cakewalk. That one is over two and a half, and they're both plus 160, so it's honestly just pick them, um, yeah. which, like, I would just totally do Newcastle at that point, to be honest. Like, yeah, I know it's a way, but, like, Newcastle are just, they're playing unreal. Um, Villa versus West Ham is a game where, like, if you look at the teams right now, like, it would suck, but that could be a sick game. Like, that's probably the best 9 o'clock game between that and the Newcastle yeah, Wolves one. I would say like earlier and if like if before the season started, I'd say that was a that'd be a great game to watch just based on yeah both teams players. like the ex- expectations. West Ham's supposed to be up there challenging Aston Villa's kind of pushing for that top like seven, top eight, and mm-hmm. both of them have been pretty disappointing so far. So could be another just disappointing day for both teams if it ends low scoring or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, they're just both so disappointing. That one will definitely be interesting, though, because it could be good. Um, and then we got Tottenham, end of the week. I mean, dude, it's actually funny. Like, we're at the end of the podcast. I don't even think I really talked about Tottenham. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I feel like besides, it's an like, accomplishment. Yeah. Besides, uh, yeah, no, we had to hear about Chelsea the whole episode, man. <laughs> I mean, um, my bad, my bad. No, but like... Um, I mean, just for like going into that game, obviously it's just been, it's been some poor performances at the end of the day. The only thing that matters is getting the points, the dub, like, which is nice that like we were doing well, like in terms of where we're at in the table, but like, just as far as like performances go, like I was listening to a podcast before this with expressions, like obviously huge Tottenham guy. Um, And he was just talking about how, like, you know, Arsenal are getting the results just like we are. Like, we're both getting results. But moving into the next games, like, they're very excited to watch their team play, which is something where, like, I'm very excited to watch Tottenham play every week, but I'm not confident right now in how we're playing. And I think one of the things that's really annoying is that we made so many of these like big transfers and we have so many people, but we haven't been fucking playing anyone, bro. Like yeah. Charleston came on in that last game and was fucking nasty, dude. Like he was like megging guys, like just playing like a dog. He was all over the field. Then you look at someone like Sun and Sun hasn't had a break, dude. Like he's just been playing so much soccer. And it's yeah. like, just give him a break and let the $60 million, like, second highest record signing play. Like, Richarlison is 
all of a sudden automatically a bench player. We paid so much money for him. Like he comes off the bench and he plays unbelievable. Like next game, I definitely want to see more of like the new signings starting. Like I would love yeah. to see um, Basuma play in the midfield a hundred percent. And then yeah. I, I feel like Richarlison has to start, but like you can't bench Kulisevsky. Like, Dude is playing out of his no. mind. So I think but, you got to bench Sun, honestly, just for a game. Give him a break. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it might not be a bad, bad idea. Like you said, these him and Kane have been playing. I mean, the last couple seasons, it's been all of them carrying the load for mm-hmm. so many, so long. And it's like, yeah, you got to mix it up every once in a while. And even I know he's probably wants to play, but it's still, you got to, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, give like other play like that's the whole reason of like having so much depth in a team. It's like so you can get other people to get in and get some minutes. And when we have played our new players, they've looked good, but it's just yeah. like wild, dude. Like why is Emerson Royale starting at our outside <laughs> back? Like it's just wild. Like why yeah. And dude, Mans is all over Insta and social media. Yeah. You go on the website, Emerson Royale's face is right there, dude, right? Like you buy a fucking jersey, you flip it around, <laughs> it's like Emerson Royale. It's like, dude, I thought I bought a Sun jersey. I just got an Emerson Royale jersey. Dude, like that guy is just everywhere. And so yeah. it's like, he, he played well last game. Like he did play well, but it's just like, come on, man. I'm trying to see... Fucking Jed Spence, yeah. bro. Snoop Dogg. Like I'm trying Something. to see. Yeah. I'm trying to see Snoop play, dude. Like it's just wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, against Forest, um, I like that should be a game where it's like Ever I'm not evolving. Yeah, Ever I'm not evolving. Door Forest. They got how many players? They got like 16 new players. Or yeah, something that they brought in. It's like some of the most. Yeah, I think I think we get a little uh, a little messy Lingard magic for one goal, but I think Tottenham Ooh. takes care of it three one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I think it, I think I just uh, I think Forrest, I think they might they'll try to put in an effort, but it's like I got so many new players and stuff like that. I feel like they're still trying to find themselves, and I just yeah. feel like Tottenham's just obviously a lot further along they got better players and stuff and they just take care of business we should definitely take care of them i think i might make a a little bit of um like a, a i haven't been taking that many risky plays as far as fantasy goes i've just been trying to play it by the books and i've just been terrible dude i won this week thank <laughs> god but like three three and oh right now top of the table for wow your boy, your boy. Team Leahy, top of the table <laughs> we, uh, dude we we won this week because the guy we played beat us by two points, but he had an extra transfer, so he lost oh. points, and we won. <laughs> That's yeah. unreal. So sometimes it's a little lost. Um, I think I'm gonna do uh, Dukulu as my captain um, for next week. Oh, dude, I'm just up. I'm seeing here that you got you played the hackers, bro. You played Hegarty's hackers for the <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rip the hackers. <laughs> yeah, the man's getting spleef. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, dude. Yeah, I mean, what what do we have right now? We got um, who are you playing, Owen? But check. I'm trying to game check right week. now. Game week four. I got Publife. David. Publife. Got James Moriarty. Oh, you got wow. Whitey's heading Jed White. Yeah, been <laughs> heading against a formidable opponent. 
dude, you look at like Moriarty's team. It's like Man's has got Martinez as his vice captain. Like every game week, it's like, dude, this dude's just doing <laughs> shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you got to move a little bit different against guys. Like, yeah. um, I'm playing Whitney's crew, dude. And that's another one where it's just like, God damn, dude. <laughs> like, you know, that's like Tottenham going to Stamford Bridge. Like, I feel like I'm just about to get smoked. <laughs> like, his team's nasty. I'm well, looking at it right now. On his team, and it's like Declan Rice. And it's like, why do you have him in there? But, like, you know, yeah. like, next game week, he's going to score two goals, and you're going to be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he's got a good, I mean, his forwards are Kane. Jesus and Holland. Then he's got Martinelli, De Bruyne, Bruno. I forgot how to say that guy's name from Newcastle. Yeah, he's nasty. Rice. And then his defense is Trippier, Ben White, Alexander Arnold, and Allison. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's got a he's got a pretty good I mean good squad, but yeah, that's uh it's gonna be a tough one. I played my wild card recently and brought in Kukurea. Oh, and I feel like yeah. he's just such a he's good so nice. like but dude, he's nice, but he's so cheap. Like man's yeah. five mil. Well, so he was it's a bright, like, yeah, he was a Brighton defender when they yeah. made prices. So, but I mean, even last year he was nasty. Like fantasy, yeah, wise. but you, can't but you, could, you could never have like a five point five mil Brighton defender. You know what I mean? I feel like you could. I feel like he definitely warrants five point five. I mean, yeah, maybe. Like for instance, like I know it's a lot different, but like isn't I'm pretty sure Trippier. He's um he's five point five. Or no, actually, I'm looking now. He was five, and now he's five point one. Yeah. All right, word. I feel like this is probably a good place to wrap up the episode, Loki. Yeah. Kind of a long episode, like an hour yeah, twelve was. minutes. <laughs> like we nice, we usually nice. only rip like forty five to fifty minutes. Like this has been a good episode, but yeah. thank you guys so much for watching, Connor. It's been a pleasure having you on the pod. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, uh, if you need any insight in the future, let me know. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll have to do another United episode at some point. It would be yeah, cool to the season, repeat like, like, the season where every they blow, like the top four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean top four. Like, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if anyone thinks that, but it's like, yeah, like literally, it would be good to have like an episode two, get even some more people back, and like see how everything is towards end of the year from start to finish, but. Yeah, it's about it. I mean, yeah, I know absolutely. I mentioned last week that we would probably have the United episode this week. So I'm trying to think of like a specific team that we could have on. Um, I mean, we could I, always we could always I do, do have a, like I do you know, have a a good buddy who's a diehard Arsenal fan. So if you ever need, dude, <laughs> he's on top of the world right now. Wow, bro, we we. I feel like it would be interesting to have the Arsenal episode at some point soon. Yeah, at the start, and then we gotta, we get them at the start, till, and then oh, we get them at the till, end. Uh, we're gonna wait till the city, the Man United one, and then we'll see how they're yeah, right? how they're doing. <laughs> yeah, but that would be great. But yeah, that's about it. I mean, maybe maybe Arsenal at some point, but we'll do another episode with uh, like team specific. So if you guys have any teams that you want to do on here, definitely let us know. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. It's been episode 13, but uh, peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening. Peace.